Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Dues Poir podcast for Switzerland part three in the Eurovision Forever series. My name is Jack. This is Liz. Ah, look, again, I want to get excited. I'm still very neutral about Switzerland at this stage. Oh, I can't wait till we get to Turkey so you stop making that one joke. It's but it's true. Like, I'm not seeing anything that excites my passion, but I'm not seeing anything that makes me, like, so offended. I want to demand their instantly. Well, no, I take that back. That clown actually made me want to... The clown. ...call for them to be disqualified. Yes, and uh, the clown and uh, what's-his-name's uh, guitar erection. Yes. Fallisgate from yes, last week. Yes, Fallisgate was very, it was very unnerving. I think other mm-hmm. countries started burning the bridges so he couldn't get out of Switzerland <laughs> to get them. <laughs> All right, well, with that, let's just jump straight back into some Swiss Eurovision entries, see how we feel about these ones we're picking oh, up tonight. I can, I can I give you my, like, Switzerland theory that I've come up with before we get into Switzerland? Of course. Okay. I think that the president, ruler, deity, who's ever at the Pope, who's ever in charge of Switzerland, okay, was like, oh, you know what? This will seem like really cool. Like there's no way this will cost us a lot of money. Judging on our Eurovision history, um, I can, considering they've, they've only won, like, pff, well, we can't say because we haven't gone to the end yet. Correct. Considering their track record, he was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to promise this little tennis player, what's his name? I'm going to promise him, hey, if he wins a championship, every championship, I'll buy him a cow. Oh, 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 oh. That's going to cost us what? A cow. And then <laughs> five million cows later, he's like, damn it. Okay. That's a great theory. That's what the... have you been sitting on that one all week or something? What is that? And that's why, like, Federer now owes, like, all of the cows and, like, you know, the president pope um, of, like, Switzerland is like, damn it! I think they have some kind of federal council or something. Like, it's like a group of people who make decisions. So is the group who decides when to burn the bridges? Yes, and how many cows to put on back order. I don't think they'll be buying many more cows looking at all of the knee surgeries for Roger. Uh but you never know. Well, you know, he's just going to retire and become a... Uh, have we established, are they milking cows? Are they boy cows? Are they petting cows? I think they're just aesthetic cows. Oh, they're the best kind. They're the only type yeah. of cow that should be. You know what? Their body parts and their milk is their own. Every cow should be an aesthetic cow. I totally agree with you. <laughs> There's not a cow I haven't loved to look at in my life. <gasps> Have you um, seen Highland cows, just on a side note? Of course I've seen Highland cows. Oh, my Lord. Majestic. <laughs> hey, Switzerland, Liz. How about we get into that? I'm just, oh, come on. You want to talk about cows some more? Uh, yeah, no, I'm happy to. I'm happy to. I just I... think that our, our listeners may drop out. 
just oh my oh come on like those cows you know the highland cows when they have like the little emo you know like fringe where it just hangs over an eye and you're like oh my god like put some morrissey on (laughs) look i would spend a whole day talking to you about cows in fact i might take you out for brunch and we can just talk about cows for the entire time i find that offer very moving and we're going to jump straight into Switzerland. Get her off the topic. Get her off the topic. 1979 is where we're picking up tonight. Peter, Sue, Mark, oh. you would remember from Clowngate and Fallescape, along with Furi, Gorps and Kniri with the song Trudler und Co, Junk Dealers and Co. They finished 10th this time around. 12 from Austria, 10 from Finland and an 8 from Norway. And oh my God, it's like the pre-Broadway version of Stomp. What did you think of this one? Oh my God, I can't believe that these three are back again. Like, does, sweet, does Switzerland owe them money or something? Like, oh my <laughs> God. Okay, this song, oh, oh, don't don't rush to the film clip. You'll have nightmares. It starts off with three men dressed like homeless people who, and all three of them are playing the garbage bag. Can I say not normally known? For its musical quality, yes, yeah, agreed. Uh, so three men play all playing garbage bags. Uh, don't worry, not for the whole song. At one of the stage, one of the homeless men bashes the pot lids he has strapped to his knees uh, together. Um, that is, of course, until one homeless man literally starts playing a garden. <laughs> Rake. Let me say that again. <laughs> Literally plays a garden rake before before he starts smoking a what looks like a bong watering can. They've shaped a watering can into a bong. This performance is the reason that they call for drug testing at Eurovision. <laughs> oh my god! I I I. I don't I don't know what this is. It's very performative, but it fake farmers using their tools as instruments isn't particularly interesting outside of play school, you know? Yeah. Like it's like is this really what you wanted to bring this year Switzerland? I thought the song was very blah and I really would like Switzerland to stop trying to make Peter Sue and Mark happen. Yes, I know. Oh my god. No, you've brought something weird every time. Fallisgate, Clowngate, Stompgate. Yeah. I I don't know what's next if they ever come back, but song two, performance five, fashioner two. Oh my god, hundred percent like that's like when people had to like put out those calls and be like, Hollywood, stop trying to make Justin Long happen. Like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> just, like we're specifically we're, you're just gonna rain hate on poor old Justin Long tonight. We're 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 not into it, mate. Like it's just like they're just trying to get <laughs> trying to make him a leading man and everyone was like Look, no, no one is interested in that. Even Justin Long wasn't interested in that, to be honest. <laughs> what have you given this song? Oh, my Lord. Well, I've given it three Justin Longs, um, three long zeros. <laughs> Nothing from you and a nine from the pair of us. So much for being neutral. That feels like you're not all that thrilled by it. <laughs> well, they started it with their garbage bag playing. <laughs> what the hell? If that's the case, every time I've reached every second Tuesday night, I'm a musician as I'm like getting the bag ready with the cat turns. Dragging them down the street. Yeah, <laughs> you are. 
1980, Paola del Medicio with Cinema. She finished fourth, 12 from Finland and Ireland, 10 from Germany, the Netherlands, and Norway, and an eight from Denmark. And she is rocking some sheer sparkles, very Liza in cabaret. Uh, She even does the jazz hands. What did you think of this one? Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. things I really like and things I really dislike about this one like I I really love her outfit despite the VPL let's talk about that yes absolutely awkward um it was the 80s though everyone had VPL um oh my god I but I also hate their mix and match outfits of the backup singers like uh, that is not about but then on the other hand I love her energy, okay. I love her energy. I love what she's bringing. I love her performance. But I would fire the backup singer who was standing there with her arms crossed in the background, <laughs> sucking the energy out of the performance. She was just like, "If I'm not up the front, I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. not doing the work." Boss yeah. makes a dollar, I make a dime. So I cross my arms at Eurovision time. Yeah, it's like tell like, us, you know, tell us that you're pissed that you didn't get the lead role at Eurovision without telling us you're not you're pissed. <laughs> I don't care at all for the tap break in this song. Like, and I, I, I just was like, yes, okay, Ann Miller, we get it. But very high energy. It is so nice to see them back up the top. But Europe was right not to make this a winner. Um, but I did love the outfit. So song five, performance six, fashion a seven for an 18. I'm, uh, I'm torn with this one. Like I said, I love everything that she's doing, but it's just the people up the back who are sucking the life out of it for me. Um, I've got to admit, I love an instrumental fake like tap number because I always remember when Kermit the Frog used to do it on the Muppet Show. <laughs> the Muppet Show. <laughs> it just instantly makes me happy <laughs> because, because in my mind, I'm just seeing the top half of her like with the sound of the tap music, and then in my mind, I'm just going to an image of just like two like stuffed puppet legs, just <laughs> little green legs. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I wish I could give it more points now. I know. What have you given it? Uh, I gave the song 5.5, performance 6. I love her energy. Um, Fashion 5. I had to take points off for the VPL. 16.5 from you and a 34.5 between us. That's a pass right there. Nice. Oh, Lizzie, I'm sorry to ruin your night like this. 1981. Peter, Sue, and Mark with the song Isenza Te, Me Without You. These guys finished fourth. Fourth. <sighs> now, these Peter, Sue, and Mark have entered Eurovision singing in French, English, German, and now Italian, like quadruple threats in the worst way, I think. Yeah. 12 from Finland, Ireland, Norway, the UK, and Yugoslavia, 10 from Cyprus and France, and eights from Luxembourg and Portugal. A pan flute. It's always something with these guys, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> what did yeah. you think? We should have known if anybody in Switzerland was going to pull out the bloody pan pipes, of course it was going to be bloody Peter, Sue and Mark. You hippies, get a job. 
Oh, my God. It's like in Australia, we have this really bullshit scheme where we pick on the poorest and the most vulnerable in society, where we make them do degrading work for the few pennies that they get for the government. Uh, like we make them stand around in the rain and then go and paint letterboxes for eight hours we, a day. When do, do we do this to people? We shouldn't do that to yeah, people. Yeah, work for the doll, man. Oh, work for the doll. I thought we were past that. Didn't we chuck Scott Morrison out a few weeks ago? Oh, my ago? God. Yeah, no, that shit is still happening. I had to do it once. It was like yeah. eight hours they drove us in a van to the middle of nowhere and we and they were like oh you got to paint these letterboxes but you know what the letterboxes were made out of that um you know that material that um metal material that you never have to paint yeah and we're like but it's never paint metal and they're like uh it doesn't matter the thing about that is we actually all got together collectively as a society and said, how do we trick Elizabeth Allen into going to the middle of nowhere and distract her so she doesn't come back? Unfortunately, you know how to climb into a stranger's lorry. So <laughs> here you are, back amongst us. Awkward. Oh, my God. Yeah. But the point of my story is I feel like Switzerland has introduced a work for the doll scheme, but in Switzerland you have to represent Switzerland at Eurovision, <laughs> at Eurovision to claim your unemployment benefits. That's clearly what, what this lot is doing. Oh, look, it didn't move me. I mean, it was harmless, but I'm happy if I never hear it again. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. It is definitely for Peter, Sue and Mark, their strongest entry for me. Yeah. Like a good solid piano track, strong voices. Fashion is very savers chic at uh-huh. best. Um, op shop chic for those out there. At least there's no clowns. Thank. But there's no what? clowns, of course. Yes, oh. but this is their best work. That's not saying much. Seven point five for the song performance. Six fashion of four for seventeen and a half. I have passed this one. Yeah, saying this is like their best work. It's like, oh, you know what? Out of all the people that they've kidnapped, they didn't kill this hostage. Um, <laughs> That's how I feel about this performance. So I'm just giving them fours across the board. For a 12 from you and, oh, a 29 and a half between us. Not a pass. And I don't think you'd have it any other way, honestly. I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't pass. 1982, Arlette Zola with the song Amour Otem, Love We Love You. She finished third in the final, their first podium finish since 1963. 12 from Belgium and the United Kingdom, 10 from Austria, Israel, the Netherlands and Yugoslavia, and an eight from Ireland. A solid eight-year run of top tens, but only now back in the top three. What did you think of Arlette? Oh, look, I think this was a great bit of fun you know, into the contest, you know, busting some moves. I love her dress. Um, but you know what disturbs me? It disturbs me that of the three female backup singers, two have an identical outfit and one has one that is kind of similar, not quite. And it really bugged me. Uh, so I have to take points off for the, the backup singer's dress. It was just, it was very annoying. I love her dress too, but honey, it looks like she fell straight into a chiffon sales rack. Like, <laughs> it's, I love it though. Like, but that's the only way I can describe it. It sort of feels like a throwback to the '60s style of song yeah. for Eurovision, even though it's the '80s. And her flouncy stage presence is just adorably endearing. Like, I really oh, yeah. fell for this one. A lovely song, well earned top three. I think Arlette 
is a little bit of a star for Switzerland here. Definitely better than Peter, Sue and Mark. If any of them are listening, you know how we feel about you. We're not paying for the therapist. Yeah, get it, get on your rake and jog on. <laughs> Jump on your clown and wander back into Liz's nightmares. <laughs> Song no! 7, performance 7, fashion and 8 for a 22. Loved this one. But, oh, and you're talking about, you know, how much, you know, like she, you know, she lit up the stage. Great performer. Do you know that Arlette would actually try two more times after this to represent Switzerland on the Eurovision stage, but she never made it back on the stage. That we kind of take it for granted, like, you know, these like like Peter Sue, Mark and Benny and Henry and Kefaffle. Like <laughs> they keep coming back year after year. But for some people, they desperately want to come back and they never get that shot. She has to pay off that chiffon budget. Yeah, that's true. She's in chiffon debt. Well, aren't we all? Aren't we all these Aren't days? Aren't we all? <laughs> um, I give the song six, performance six, fashion a five. For a 17 from you, a 39 between us and our new favourite song of the night. In 1983, it was Mariella Fare with the song Io Cosi Non Sisto. I'm not there like that. Weird. Okay, translation. 15th in the final. The streak is over. Their top 10s are behind them. Their top Mm -hmm. 3s are well and truly behind them. 7 from Italy and Yugoslavia, 6 from Austria, and 5 from Luxembourg. And I think she's trying to seduce the cameraman. Like, I really think she's like, forget Eurovision. What are you doing later? You want to, yeah. You've got to make your best of a bad situation, you know? (laughs) You're not going home with the trophy. Well... Go home with something, even if it is crabs. Look, (laughs) no one can accuse her of not having enthusiasm. I'm even... I'm even going to go so far as saying that's not even hairspray holding up all her hair. They're sheerly being driven up by enthusiasm. Um, But I'm honestly not getting much out of this performance other than enthusiasm. Or this song, really. Like... I'm glad that you're really glad that you're there, but I would have been gladder if it was with a better song. I get really heavy share vibes from Mariella and she is very passionate, Mm -hmm. but this is a miss from Switzerland. It sort of just goes absolutely nowhere. But, butty, 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 but I don't hate her outfit. I think she looks quite um, dashing. If that's the right word, it's probably not the right word. Song three, performance four, fashion of five for a 12. Eh, you know, if this song was a date, you'd describe it as having an okay personality. <laughs> I gave it fours across the board. For also a 12 and a 24 between us. So not a pass for Mariella, which takes us to 1984. It was the group Rainy Day with the German titled song, Welche Farbe hat der Sonnenschein? What colour is the sunshine? And yes, that is just as fun to say as you think it is. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I love saying that. 17th in the final, 10 from the UK, 8 from Denmark and 5 from Belgium. This was the UK's second favourite entry. Go off. Wow, that sums up how shit it is. Uh, it's moody, but it's it's not great. Oh, I say in true rainy day fashion, this will leave you depressed and wishing you had stayed home in bed. (laughs) Europe clearly brought its umbrella because they did not want to get caught in the Switzerland poor, or should I say, snore. (laughs) Thank you, tip your waitress. 
I totally agree with you. Flat performance, mess song, just a non-event for me. And in the UK, second favourite. Okay, sure. Three, three, three for a nine from me. Oh, wow. As usual, I'm the generous one. Three, three, four. Oh, wow. For a 10 from you and a 19 between us, so not... A pass there. Save save your tears for a rainy day, rainy day. Oh, that rainy day has come. Uh, 1985, she's back. It's Mariella Fare and Pino Gasparini with Piano Piano, finishing 12th. Sixes from Denmark and Turkey, fives from Belgium and Norway, and fours from Portugal. And what is this, Liz? Do you see what I see? A lady conductor. Hell hath frozen over. Ha, <laughs> Look, that's all well and good, but but I I can't be the only one that notices that for the song Piano Piano, there is no piano. <laughs> there I is no fucking <laughs> piano. There's no piano on stage. They don't even have a t-shirt with a picture of a piano on it. I can't even, <laughs> I don't even think there's a piano being played in the song. There is no Piano in the building. What the hell? I'm sure there was a piano in the building. I'm just, it just wasn't <laughs> on camera. It's hiding from them. Oh my. Yeah. What? How can you call a song Piano Piano and not have a piano? But in spite of that, Liz, don't you think it's fabulous to see some cruise line dinner theater starring Burt Reynolds on the Eurovision stage? <laughs> Don't you love that? You might not be shocked to find that uh, after this performance at Eurovision, uh, Mariella moved into dance and choreography <laughs> instead of singing. Um, which she turned... we need like we need like a segment intro for. And now Liz describes career transitions after Eurovision failure. <laughs> yes, Europe voted and decided singing wasn't for her, so she concentrated yeah. on dance and choreography. She now currently owns and runs two dance training schools um, in northern Switzerland. Oh, lovely. And you know what those two dance schools have in Colin? What? Not one fucking piano. <laughs> I should have seen it coming. I think I, I I just absolutely love the 1985 contest. I think it was really fun. Decent enough song. Very basic staging, but I think it works. But I'm not a huge fan of the outfits. And I am now mad about the piano absence. So song six, performance five, fashion of four for a 15. Gets a pass from me. I gave a song four, performance four, fashion Five. That was just for Burt's Reynolds. For 13 from you uh, and 28 between us. So it's not a pass, but, you know, considering how little piano was in it, I uh-huh. think I think it was big of you to give it a four for performance. I think you've really been generous there. Imagine what you would have given it had there been a piano. Uh, I know, exactly. I, well, that, that performance was literally that, like, it, it was, I mean, it was the equivalent of, like, Flow Rider today that they went and got Burt Reynolds to perform for yeah. Switzerland. <laughs> At Eurovision. Straight out of that episode of the Golden Girls, he jumped on a plane and flew over to um <laughs> to, to 1985, uh, to Sweden, to Sweden. Uh, 1986, Daniela Simmons with Passe pour moi, not for me. And guess what, Lizzie? She's finished second at the Eurovision Song Contest. You know why? You know why? You know why? Why? 
Why? Bitch bought a piano. Bitch bought a piano. This one got 12 from Belgium, Israel, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, and Sweden. 10 from Ireland, Portugal, and Turkey. And 7s from Finland and France. This is the song that famously lost to newborn baby Sandra Kim. Uh, if you remember, she yes. was like, I'm definitely old enough to be here. Jemma, Jemma, la I am not underage. Jemma, Jemma, la I don't have an ID, but you'll have to take my word for it. And then she was underage in the end. What did you think? Look, it's got some drama to it and it's got a piano. Of course. Um, and near the end of the song where she actually gets up from the piano it, and starts singing, it really gives uh, more oomph to the performance at the end. Oh, my God. I love the outfits. Very chic. I am so in love with white suits on ladies and, and sequins. Arr, love it. Absolutely. It's a pleasant track. I am a bit surprised this finished second because it sort of just exists for me as a song. It's the outfits. Absolutely, because I also love the all-white, very Barbara spraying Oprah's microphone on Oprah because it wouldn't wasn't matching her current outfit vibe. 100%, yeah. Pleasant enough. Switzerland did actually try and have Belgium disqualified after it was revealed that Sandra Kim was only four months old when she performed. Um, ah. Did not stick. Uh, song five, performance six, fashion a seven for an 18. Okay, I think I might have been a little bit more uh, generous or drunk. I gave the song six, uh, performance 5.5, fashion 8.5, daddy-o. Ooh. That is a 20 from you, plus my 18 is a 38 between us. And a good old pass for dear sweet Daniela Simmons. Nice. 1987, Carol Rich with Mwati Mwati, half, half, finishing 17th. Seven from the Netherlands, five from Turkey, and a four from Cyprus. When Switzerland lands second and they feel robbed, oh boy, do they come back with an absolute whimper. Uh, (laughs) like switzerland if they're like when like they had sent you know their pope leonidas of switzerland and his 300 soldiers had died at the bridge <laughs> and said what turns up to fight the persian army it, it's carol rich in her bolero <laughs> jacket just handing <laughs> I would love that. I wish that would happen. Also, you seem to be really convinced there's this thing called the Swiss Pope. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and a, I just Isn't that who runs Switzerland? I'm sure it's I heard it in the sound of music or something. The Swiss Pope. The Swiss Which, Pope. Look, sound of music's not even in Switzerland, it's in Austria. <laughs> that's that's, that's oh. she, just she's she's on the hill just waving to the Switzerland <laughs> Pope wherever he is. Are you saying Julie Andrews is the Swiss Pope? I'm not saying she's not the Swiss Pope. Open to interpretation. Hey, Carol Rich, this whole thing feels like Nancy Reagan's workout video. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. What did you think? Oh, now that you've said it, you've blown my mind. I'm just going to go back and watch it. And I'm just going to, like, just put over a soundtrack of hugs, not drugs. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is the definition of the 80s. There are bolero jackets, ruffle skirts, one earring, guitars, and sweat bands. I know this is Switzerland singing in French, but this all seems very American 
to me. Maybe it's all the stars on her jackets and the cowboy boots. Um, it just feels very Texas. Um, mm. I could you could have picked that Europe was not going to go crazy for this one. I totally agree. Like, there's no fashion coordination at all. It's not as fun as they clearly want us to believe that it is. And it's yeah. just a big no from me. In fact, Nancy Reagan, just say no to this, I think. So <laughs> song three, performance three, fashion one for a seven. Excellent. Okay, I was definitely drunk when I marked this because I gave song <laughs> four. Um, <laughs> performance three, fashion a zero. For also a seven and a 14 between us and not a pass for Carol Rich, despite all of our feelings about it. None of them good. Okay, 1988, they are going to redeem themselves. They sent a little woman named Celine Dion. I'm sorry, who? Who? Uh, her name is Celine Dion. Oh, Celine I Dion. I haven't heard no, of her. No, no. Did anyone just hear a pan flute start playing somewhere yeah. in the background? Hang anyway. on, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna get down the front of my boat. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, pan pipe me in. Peter Sue and Mark. Pan pipe me in. I didn't know I could whistle the intro to Titanic, and here we are. Oh, I whistle it in my heart. Ah, oh, beautiful. Hey, the song was called Ne Patte Pas Moi. Don't leave without me. And it took him 33 years, but Switzerland finally won another Eurovision by the narrowest of margins. One point over the UK in the last possible moment, thanks to Yugoslavia. As a Eurovision historian, if you have not seen the voting sequence in full from Mm. 1988, you know what's going to happen. You know who wins. You know what the outcome is. And you know when it happens in that voting sequence. But your heart races every single time. So if you have not watched it, watch it in full. It's bonkers. Uh, This one got 12 from Germany, Portugal, and Sweden, 10 from Greece, Ireland, the Netherlands, Turkey, and the UK, and 8 from Norway and Spain. And there is so much to unpack. Celine, buy a point in a dinner jacket and a tutu. I mean, what did you think? Well, and let's not forget the fact it's Canadian Celine Dion representing Mm -hmm. Switzerland in the Eurovision Song Contest. What their rules? What's the... (laughs) It's just chaos! (laughs) Look, someone needs to tell Sandra Kim that there are rules at this contest before (laughs) you tell Celine Dion. Doctrine of clean hands. If Switzerland can't go, Belgium are out. (laughs) Yeah, they're not so high and mighty about the rules now, (laughs) are they, as they shuffle in a Canadian? (laughs) Uh, what did you think? Oh, my Lord. Well, the thing that blows my mind watching this, Celine, this is Celine Dion at 20 years of age. Okay. Sure Mind is. blown. Like, I, like, Celine Dion was ever 20. But the command and the confidence and... Just the natural instinct she has of a camera and how to work a camera is phenomenal. It is like you can you can teach people how to work a camera, but there's some stuff you just can't teach. There is presence, there is star, there is a commanding self. And she is displaying this at age 20. Simply phenomenal. Absolutely. What a great song. And imagine a world where Celine doesn't win and go on to ultra stardom. Imagine. 
Oh. I, I can't I can't even fathom it. I absolutely ironically love the outfits and the shimmy. You yeah. know what I'm talking about when I say the shimmy, right? Everyone out there, you know what I mean when I say Celine doing the shimmy. And if you don't know it, watch the video <laughs> and I won't even have to give you a timestamp. You'll just know when it happens. Just imagine, Liz, imagine um, your country's two Eurovision wins yeah. are the first one ever yeah. and Celine Dion. Yeah. Iconic. Yep. Absolutely iconic. Song 10, performance 10, fashion a 12 for a 32 out of 30 from me for Celine Dion. Ooh, fancy, fancy. Oh, <laughs> my Lord. Yeah. Like, oh, my Lord. Like, I wish I had, like, that vocal skill, bitch. Um. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Obviously, apart from this one that we're discussing, okay, we'll take Eurovision out of the uh, equation. What's your favourite ever Celine Dion? Oh, um, my all-time favourite Celine Dion song is That's The Way It Is. Easy peasy. Easy win. Oh, really? Okay. I love that song. Okay. Pop okay. masterpiece. Why? What's your favourite Celine Dion song other than this? Um. Okay. This <laughs> It, it might seem a little bizarre, but hands down, like, it actually, like, oh, she is the queen of emotion. And every time I listen to it, I cry when I listen to it. And I never cry. I never cry. Um, you say that every week, and yet every week you tell a story where you cried. Yeah. Uh, shut up. Okay, cool. Uh, right. <laughs> Just no. look over that little plot hole, ladies and gentlemen. My favourite Celine Dion song is... Okay, randomly, Ashes from the Deadpool 2 soundtrack. <laughs> I should have guessed. Have you seen the music video for that? Yes. This only goes to 11. Beat it, Spider-Man. <laughs> so good. I know, that's part of the reason why I love it. And, like, this is the, it was the first song she recorded, like, after her husband passed. And, oh, just the emotion that she puts into that song. Oh. <gasps> You bitch, it makes me want to punch her in the throat for making me so emotional. <laughs> she is a darling. What have you given her at Eurovision? Well, I have to admit, we might get ready for some controversy and some angry, angry hate mail because I've given the song a nine. Performance and fashion both get tens! For a 29 from you and a 61 from the pair of us. What? Doesn't happen often, but when it happens, it happens big. Uh, so there you go, Celine Dion at Eurovision. Things you don't see too often. Who would you say, Liz, just as a quick aside, who would yeah. you say is the biggest star to come out of Eurovision since Celine? Ooh. It, there's only really one, isn't there? There's only Monishkin. Um, I can't think of anyone else. I was going to say Kino. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not quite the league I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, like, yeah, I mean, like, we all know, like, the uh, powerhouses, like, Maniskin, like, with their 2,800 yeah. million number one in the US songs. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that's the correct math, but, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's 2,800 million. Oh, did you ones. say 2,800 million? Okay, sorry, I misheard you. I thought you said 28 million billion. Or it could be that. It's either one of them. It's definitely one of them sounds right. Nobody take anything we say on this podcast to a trivia night. It <gasps> will cost you dearly. Can you imagine on Jeopardy? 
I would like to lock in 2,800 million number ones. That's who wants to be a millionaire. Oh, okay. Let's just roll on. 1989, Fur Buzz with the song Viva Sensate, Live Without You, finished 13th in the final as the host country, 10 from the Netherlands, 8 from Turkey in the UK, and 7 from Iceland. Nobody wants to win back-to-back. That's too pricey. What did you think about this one? Oh, my God. Like, look, while it was nice of them to give Beryl from church a go, um, <laughs> it's just it's a bit dull and underwhelming, really. It's not really what the kids were lining up for in 1989. I, I agree. I mm. agree. And I think her backup singers are far too close to that piano. Like, it's like, like that piano will be sorting out a restraining order very quickly because they are, like, uncomfortably balls pressed up against the piano. Close. Yeah. I yeah. think it's ostensibly a decent song, but it doesn't build the way you want a Eurovision song to build. And she's dressed like a school teacher. Again, standing too close. I just I just want to really, really hone in on that fact that they are standing far too close to that piano. I'm just I give it an underwhelming fours across the board. That's a twelve from you. I've given song a four, performance two, fashion a three for a nine. So a twenty-one between us and not a pass. Nineteen ninety. Maybe we'll feel a little bit better as we hit one of the greatest decades there ever were. Egon Egemann <laughs> with Music Klinkt in Die Welt hinaus. Music sounds out into the world, finishing 11th. 12 from Denmark and Greece, 8 from Portugal, and a 6 from Turkey. The original Alexander Ryback with slightly less success. What did you think? Oh, check out the outfit on this guy. Someone has a picture <laughs> of Johnny Logan on their wall. <laughs> Oh, my Lord, how much does he want Johnny Logan to hold him now? Seriously. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? This is another one of those awkward performances you get when you play the instrument for a little bit and then you just spend the majority of the song just awkwardly, like, holding the instrument like you don't know what to do with it. Like, it's just, it's so off-putting. Like, you've got a whole orchestra there, mate. Let them have a crack with it. You know, I'm sure they've got a violinist who can, like, pump it out or get rid of the guy on the keyboard who is bringing nothing to the performance and get a violinist on. You know, you're only giving it a toot to toot you, you, then you're holding it for three minutes. Like, ah, ah. Exactly. It starts off really strong and then it just kind of peters into standard quite, quite quickly. Yeah. Also, is he wearing formal parachute pants? Yes, they are. They are officially licensed um, by the Swiss Air Force. Yes. Okay, good. I just, I don't know. I kind of love the violin heaps more than I love the singing. I'm just sort of torn on this one. I enjoyed it. I know I was like, ha ha ha, formal parachute pants, but I gave the fashion a seven, performance a five and song a seven. I didn't mind it. 19 from me. Wow. Well, look, I gave song four, performance uh, three. Just put your violin away, uh, fashion a five. For a 12 from you and a 31 between us. So we have passed it, but we're not thoroughly convinced on it. Yeah, like I don't hate it. Like I wouldn't spit on him like when he went, like if I was if I was from Switzerland and he came back, I wouldn't spit on him in the street and be like, ah, oh, you have shamed us. But you wouldn't lead a parade for him either. Yeah, I wouldn't take him home and like, Mrr. Restring his violin for yeah. him. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Fiddle with his fiddle. You wouldn't fiddle with his fiddle. No, no. Again, no. he would just, I'd make him handle it awkwardly himself. <laughs> Fowler's Gate round two. <laughs> 1991, Sandra Simo with Cancione Perte, Song for You, finishing 
fifth. 12 from Belgium and Luxembourg, 8 from Austria, Cyprus, Israel, Sweden, and the United Kingdom, and a 7 from Greece. It's a nice French-style ballad in Italian with a totally early 90s guitar riff and just a constant pan flute. What did you think? Uh, Look, it had the vibe of its day. It's not necessarily my vibe, but it was the vibe of the day. Uh, I think what is most disconcerting about this is just all the random men who just seem to be wandering around in the background of this performance. Um, I think one of them is actually sprung and he just like pretends he's conducting the orchestra or something. I don't care what you say. That man was not supposed to be on stage. He was not the conductor. <laughs> he is clearly faking it. Um, it's not that guy that jumped on stage in like 2010 or whenever it was. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it could be. No, there's just there's just so many Italian men just wandering around randomly in the background. I'm also going to say it, her outfit, far too casual for the Eurovision stage. I do not love the L-shaped ruffle on her dress, but I like her voice. I like the song and it worked quite nicely, I think. Solid top five for Switzerland from me. I know you don't quite feel the same. So song six, performance six, fashion a five for a 17. Uh, look, I... You know, I give her points for having the vibe of the day. You know, you've, you've got to know what the crowd is into. So I actually give the song a five, uh, performance five. She sung it well, but fashion gets a four. It's a bit lacking. For a 14 from you, plus my 17, is a 31 and another pass, but only just. Mm, I'm happy with that. In third place tonight, it was Daniela Simmons in 1986, the runner-up to the newborn Sandra Kim on a 38 out of 60. Oh, normally you cheer. Oh, uh, sorry. I was... <laughs> woo! <laughs> no, I was just reading my next line. I was like... Just ahead of her, it is 1982, Arlette Zola with Amour en Prême, uh, that song that kind of harked back to the 60s and she fell into a chiffon rack uh-huh. on a 39 out of 60. But who else was going to win this week? Oh. No one else was going to win except for the love of our lives, Celine Dion on a 61 out of 60. Woo! Yes, you heard that right. 61 out of 60. Oh, pan pipes begin. <laughs> On that note, it's time to jump into one of our favourite segments. Comment of the week. Oh, yeah. Lizzie has gone through the best comments on some of the best videos we've talked about this week. I have a gut feeling I know which video we're going to talk about this time around. No, we're not. I actually picked the video for comment of the week just to make you happy. Oh, what did you pick? Celine Dion. That's what I thought you were going to pick. Oh, no. I I thought you were going to assume that I was going to go with the crazy homeless men with the garbage bags. <laughs> no, no. I think deep down in all of our hearts, we knew this week would be Celine. This, it could only be Celine. Oh, my Lord. Well, oh, of course, you know. Celine at Eurovision, you have to go past all the usual comments of, I was into Celine before she became big, you know. (laughs) I'm the first one to have loved Celine. I burst into the maternity ward and said, I love that baby, even before the mother looked at her. (laughs) She will be a star. Yeah. Oh, my God. One day I was staring at a man's balls and I went, the world's (laughs) next great entertainer is in there. And Celine Dion has left the audience. (laughs) 
She's just switched off her Spotify and walked away. Uh, are you kidding? Celine is sitting there right now, like pouring another cocktail. Like, damn, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Although, oh, my Lord, there were a couple of people. Well, there was one. There was one person trying to throw shade. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Luca Lindholm has just written, hmm, so this is the, in in uh, little air quotes, great Celine Dion. <laughs> Not that much that I can see. Oh, surely something so, so anti-Celine Dion is not comment of the week, is it? Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't want to be put on, like, have the gay mafia after me. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's Pride Month. How dare you? Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to disrespect your culture. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> Seth Eurovision 94. Uh, more correctly has looked at this performance and just said, this should have won by a hundred points. <laughs> to be fair, in this day and age, a hundred points is not that many. At yeah, age. I know. Back in the day, you were like, But Whoa. back in the day, it was a massive landslide. <laughs> uh, Gozzy fuck. <laughs> that is his name, and obviously that is how you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> has just written Eurovision. How many shoulder pads should your dress have? Celine, we. Oui. <laughs> in French as well. Good <laughs> twist. Wonderful twist on that yeah, joke, I think. Yeah, I thought you'd one. appreciate this one. Yeah. Um, but this one, our comment of the week, and I think it's appropriate not only for this week, but on this glorious month where we celebrate uh, Gay Pride Month, this gets comment of the week, S. Panamatronic who has rightly pointed out, so please, this got honoured on Canada's drag race. <laughs> it did. I've seen the clip. I've seen, I have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were all relieved that it finally was honoured in the most honourable way on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Absolutely. Congratulations on Common of the Week and congratulations to Drag Race Canada for just absolutely nailing that moment. Mm, um, on point. On point. On point. On point. Oh, sorry, absolutely. On fleek. On fleek. On fleek. I forgot. I forgot what month I was in. That's it for us this week. Uh, we'll be back next week for 92 to 2007. Unfortunately, Switzerland. They've been to every contest thus far, but they're going to miss a couple coming up. So we'll cover those when we get to them, all of the controversy around that. Other than that, please do follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Podcast. Uh, Join up to our Patreon if you love what we're doing. We love money and things are pricey (laughs) around here. So please do uh, help us out whenever you can in whatever way you can. Other than that, Liz, anything you want to go out on? Um, again, follow us uh, on Instagram and Facebook and Patreon. Do not follow us on the street. I cannot emphasize that enough. Unless you're hot. Then follow us all the way home. <laughs> Love you. See you next week. Mwah. <laughs>